You got me? Did you look under your bunk? That's the last of your luggage, sir. We'll be changing for dinner. You all right? I'm fine. Try again. I was born in my grandma's house on Beacon Hill. Oh, yeah. The battle of... Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me once again, Simon. A gentleman. Today we're discussing Season 7, Episode 8, They Call the Wind Korea. It's the 155th episode overall, directed by Charles Dubin, written by Ken Levine and David Isaacs, it originally aired on October 30th, 1978, and the production code is T407. Colonel, where, Colonel, where is my chopper to soul? You got me? Did you look under your bunk? Ah, oh, that's a good one. <clears throat> Colonel, I have wasted an entire hour of my first vacation from hell waiting for my propellant chariot to freedom. Will you call, please? Call the dispatcher and find out what's holding up that goofball. Major, can I drop the... Yes! Please, you idiot. My guess is your chopper ain't coming, Major. There's a big wind expected from the north, so probably grounded everything in its path. No. No. No, they can't do this to me. I have reservations in Tokyo. I have a suite with a king-size bed. My own bathrobe! That's why you packed all the magazines. Don't let it come to tears, Major. Radar, yes, sign him out a Jeep to Seoul. Right away, sir. If you can beat the storm, the Japan shuttle may still be flying. Yes, of course. Inspired, Colonel Klinger, get the bags you'll drive. Hey, wait a minute. I ain't crazy. If I... You didn't hear that, sir. If I drive you to Seoul, that means I gotta come back in the storm, huh? Klinger, we are wasting time. Twenty dollars is my final offer. No. All right, three hundred. Klinger, get him out of my hair and you can stay in Seoul overnight. Now you're talking. I can finally pick up those junior miss patterns. Whatever. I'll try. There is a god. Come on, bring us a tracking. Thanks, Colonel. I also have the plot summary. During a windstorm and while lost on the way to Seoul, Winchester and Klinger come across an overturned Greek transport with several injured men. Water tower, Lord. Come on, these people hurt. Our quiet night. <laughs> Set him down over there, Bonnie. I think we got everybody. All right, Hernandez. We'll close it up a couple of sticks. Pull button, get him into OR. He was up on top of that thing when it gave. Hawk! What do you have, Margaret? It's Bigelow. Take a look, oh, please. Oh, God. Hi, Hawkeye. Hi, yourself. What were you doing out there? I detailed her and some of the nurses to help out on the tower. They were handing up ropes. Hey, all right, all right, all right Margaret. She's going to be all right. Uh, Where? My left side. Her left side. My left shoulder. Her left shoulder. Thank you. All right, okay, take it easy. You're bleeding internally. We're going to have to operate. I think it's a ruptured spleen. Let's prep it. I'm assisting you. Right, play hard to get. And guest stars in this episode. Paul Cavanis as Sergeant Kuchlifilotis. 
Yes. Uh, this is <laughs> thank you, sir. Uh, this is, you sure you didn't make that up? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, this is Paul's second turn in Mash. He has appeared in many, many American TV series such as Charlie's Angels, nice T.J. Hooker, that's a week, and The Fall Guy. What has Lee Majors done to his face? <laughs> We also have Ian Kent, who returns as Lieutenant Bigelow. And Tom Devo as MP. Now, this is Tom's sixth and final appearance in Bash. We have Kelly Nakahara returning as the wonderful Kelly Yamato. And Vlandi Stumpf as Greek soldier. Now, this is Vandy's only appearance in Mash, yet he gave Quincy three episodes. Bad show, Randy, bad show. <laughs> <laughs> is that a hut? No, it can't be. What is that? What on earth is that thing? That's a six by. Oh, that's what it is. Keep going. Wait a minute. I think I hear someone. Go ahead. Major, there's three guys back here and they're hurt. Of course. What else? They're not Americans. Sounds like Greek to me. Got to know how to drive? I'm going to help this guy up front. That's a swell idea. Ah, this is great. We're lost. There's a freaking storm on its way. And no one knows we're missing. We'll be lucky if we make it through the night. How wonderful it is to travel with you. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I think I will start us off. Okay. Uh, this is another good episode for me. I gave it 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's a very Charles-centric episode. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I really love the teaming up of Charles and Klinger. Those two, just comedically, they're awesome for each other. Mm-hmm. But I just, I love the whole, I, this, I mean, this episode, I feel like we really got to know Charles more. Yeah. You know, we saw the real him, not the pompous wall that he puts up or the facade that he puts up for everybody. You know, he admitted to Klinger that he was scared. He admitted, you know, he they thought they were going to die, that this was it. Yeah. Um, and I just I just liked I I like when Char- I mean, we get that occasionally with Charles, you know, with the whole candy bar. I'm going to come to that episode yet when he's. Uh, no. You know, the whole, you know which episode I'm talking about because I mean, it's oh, a that's, great episode. That, that's my favorite episode of all yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but we we get these little glimpses of, of the real Charles where he's not pompous. He's not an ass. He's not. He's just this real sweethearted human being. Mm-hmm. And he cares about people. Yeah. And this episode shows that. He put his fears aside and, he, you know, he reluctantly, he didn't want to do it. But he got out of the Jeep to go help the Greek who overturned, you know. Yeah. Mm. He still did it. He still did his duty. He, he hates it in Korea. He hates being there. He hates everything about it. But he still did it. And then even when he got to the point where he didn't think he could do it, he, you know, with Klinger's help, found the strength and managed to figure out how he was going to do, you know, put yeah. in the chest tube to, to release the air from the, the lung. Yeah, um, it's a proper hero moment, isn't it? No, it, it is. And it, but it's just yeah. so cool to see that aspect of him. And that's probably why, I mean, just talking about this, talking about this now is making me want to rate it higher. I think eight's mm. good, 
But it, it's just one of those episodes that really sticks with you, and it's a really good Charles moment. Oh, I love the fact that, you know, in the end, you find out that they're just over the hill of math, <laughs> which oh, is God. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was really, really, really cool. No, I, I mean, I, I love this episode, and I just, because it's so Charles-centric, and we get so much amazing acting from, you know, Steers. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I totally agree with you again. I mean, um, these these last episodes that, that we recorded, we, have, uh, we we this isn't right. We can't be agreeing all the time with each other. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I again, I really like it. I I, I you know, when they have them too, they are a great pairing, as you say, Klinger and, and uh, Charles, because they are literally yeah. are the opposite of people. You know, they couldn't get more opposite. You really yeah. couldn't. I know it's again the course, though. We are on the same road as usual that they uh, <laughs> they're always on, um, and you know, they they must know the way. I mean, it's it's it, that's slightly weird, but. It's good to see them yinging and yanging again in the crowds. Uh, poor old Nurse Bigelow. Uh, I mean, I really like Nurse Bigelow. One, uh, oh, yeah. I, I think she's a cracking character. I really do. And, you know, Margaret having to go and then Margaret feeling guilty again, which we haven't seen for a while, actually. Uh, Margaret kind of putting her foot in it because it's not her fault what happens to Bigelow. But, it's but she such feels a good like it scene. is. Oh, yeah, she feels like it is. Yeah. It's such a good scene, though, that where, where they're fixing them and putting her back together kind of thing, you know. Major. I brought you a few things. I, I thought you might want to repair your face. Major, that's very sweet of you. Just get better. We need you. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you get that kind of thing at the end saying, just get better, you know, at the end. That, I love that bit. It's nice. <laughs> um, Charles using his silk shirts to make into bandages. You know, reluctantly having to get those silk shirts and saying to Klinger, you know, tear them whilst I'm not looking at them. You know. All right, Klinger, I'm going to close my eyes now. I want you to rip those shirts into bandage strips. Oh, Nice. Go ahead, oh, boy. Uh, that's, that, that's brilliant. And again, as you say, the whole Charles and Klinger, although they're not actually working together, Klinger's there giving him support and he's on lookout and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and but as you say, wonderful acting for David Ogden-Stairs, where where he, he's looking, thinking, I, I you know, I, I can't do this. You know, he's actually probably yeah. the first time ever we see him question um, his his uh, experience in the medical world mm. and he does it and he, the relief on it which is and, and he doesn't bang on about it which is ironic considering the next episode we get um <laughs> yeah and but but there's a wonderful line and I, I do hope you put it in is when they get back and and uh Potter turns around and says oh are you going back to Seoul and he simply turns around and looks and goes there's no place like home Winchester I guess you'll be on your way while you've still got tomorrow and I left precisely where are you going be it ever so crumbled, there is no place like home. And I love oh, that. I think so it's good. As you said, he hates it, like what you just said. He hates being there. It's yeah. ruined his career. It's done everything like that. Yet, for that one moment, he turns around and says, there's no place like home. That, that's wonderful. I, this is an 8 out of 10 for me. It's, it's a lovely yeah, episode. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a winner of, a, of an episode. Very mm. cool. <laughs> oh, he sounds pretty bad. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, damn. Tension neurothorax. The whole lung has collapsed. Can you do anything? No. I would have to suck the air out of the chest cavity, give the lung a chance to re-expand. So do it. Out here in the middle of nowhere with nothing? You got no choice. Klinger, you don't understand. I don't have the proper instruments. So said the film of Sepatikalo. Bethany. Very complicated situation here. Let's do it, Major. 
Give me the biggest needle and syringe you've got. Thank you. Not feel like an auto mechanic. Don't pull him through. You're gifted. You can do anything. Yes, I am, Curse. Get in there. Get in there. Get in there. This thing isn't big enough. Bring up, look back in that kit, see if you have anything uh, resembling a tube. I got a catheter and, uh, and a clamp, sir. Good. Give me those. Here you see. Give me that. And the uh, sharpest cutting edge you can find. Yes, sir. Sharpest cutting edge. Pocket knife. Good. Hey. All right. What are you going to do? Well, we'll need an incision here in the chest cavity. Oh. room to breathe. Hold him, hold him, hold him. Down, hold him. Take it across, Major. Take it Yes, sir. Take this clamp, please. Yes, sir. All right. Mm. All right, uh, give me a syringe. Sir. Anything to suck air. Uh, uh, syringe, syringe. Okay, oh, got one, sir. Good. Pinch the skin around the end of the tube. And I'm going to need that clamp back in a moment. All right, hold sir. it, hold it near. This can't work. Can anyone be expected to operate under conditions like this? Good heavens. What's the matter? I think it's working. This thing's sucking air. He's doing better. He's breathing easier. Indeed he is. Stay with me, old man. Steady on. Steady. Steady. All right, clear. Give me some tape, please. Yes, bravo, Yotrea. I've got it to... You did it, Major. You did it. More than that, Klinger. I did it here. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I think I have the first one here. The title is from the song They Call the Wind Mariah from the 1951 musical Paint Your Wagon uh, with book and lyrics by Alan J. Lanier and music by Frederick Lowe. I talk to the trees, but they <laughs> don't listen to me. Good old, good old Clint Eastwood version. I love that. <laughs> uh, now, when the storm has subsided, Major Winchester remarks he had thought they would be in Oz by then. That is, of course, a reference to The Wizard of Oz from 1939. Yep. And then we have a fun fact here. While it set a viewership record in 1983, things were a bit different a decade earlier. MASH's first season was such a ratings bomb, it finished in 46th place in the Nelson ratings. The network considered canceling the series. But the next season, CBS moved the show to a different time slot between All in the Family and the Mary Tyler Moore Show on Saturday nights. It would finish the season fourth in the ratings and spend the next decade as a reliable hit. Uh, so all important um, uh, timings, isn't it? Getting yep. in the right time is lost. If you yeah. if you find that audience in the right time, it can be. It's so what's crazy is that some of the you know, obviously we're TV people, so we've mm-hmm. watched shows that we've loved and they just were on at a really poor time and they fail. And it's not oh, because they're yeah. bad; it's just yeah. because it's timing. You know where where they're slotted, and this is proof that if you find the right slot, I mean, it went from forty sixth on one season and the next season to fourth. Yeah, I mean, That's just uh, crazy. The, the last the last season of Doctor Who was uh, put at a too late time slot in England and uh, was smacked in the ratings. It was it was stupid. Yeah. And even the BBC admitted that. This is stuff like Firefly, exactly the same, and also Moonlighting yeah. had that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad news, Major. We're still here. Saturday that wind last night. I was certain we'd be in ours by now. Ah. <laughs> Nothing like a good two minutes sleep to prepare you for another glorious day here at camp. Who knows where? I'd say that direction. Yeah. So would I. Why? 
Suppose you're going for help, Klinger. Might be able to get your bearings from the top of that ridge over there. Me? Well, last night you said you were afraid to be left alone. Last night is over. We've lived through the storm. Now it's time to get out of here, and we're going to make it, Klinger. I know we are. Good. Then why don't you go? Me? <laughs> well, someone has to look after these Greeks, and I think I proved last night who the qualified party is. All right, all right. I'll go. I'll go. Marvelous idea. But if I don't come back, you're going to have to call my parents. And they're going to hate hearing that I'm dead. What's your name? Major Josh from here. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation, it would be much appreciated. You can either go to our main website and there is a PayPal button, or you can go to patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash geekyfanboy, and you can become a monthly donator to our podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right, cool. I think that's going to do it for this episode. I think we both agree. Another winner for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Nice. Well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. Look at this. Charles is back. And he brought souvenirs. What happened here, Winchester? Klinger took the wrong turn. He got us hopelessly lost. Uh, I was obliged to save these wounded sons of Greece during one of the most brutal nights imaginable. End of report. Uh, Major, you forgot to mention we were only 200 yards from the camp. 200 yards? I hit the high points, Klinger. I hit the high points. Charles, you were in the neighborhood. You didn't drop by. Shame on you. Klinger, you look like you went through a mop squeezer. Why don't you get some rest? Thank you, old compassionate kingpin. Winchester, I guess you'll be on your way while you've still got some R&R left. Precisely. Where are you going? Be it ever so crumbled, there is no place like home. That was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Hello.
MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved. And music by Frederick Lau. Frederick, let me say it again. And guest stars in this episode, Paul Cavani says Sergeant... <laughs> oh my god wow it just sounds like a uh a sexual sexual part of a lady <laughs> <laughs> okay let's try and say this without being dirty right